Welcome to the Big Talk Podcast, where we chat all things business and personal development related, totally unfiltered and unscripted. I'm your host, Amanda Davies, and I'm here to help you transform into the leader you were born to be, stand apart from the competition, and most importantly, share your message with the world in a big, big way. Are you ready? Welcome once again to Big Talk. Hey guys, and welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. I'm doing something a little bit different today. I'm actually giving you access to a live training session that I ran in my private Facebook community, which is all about the power of shadow work and psychodynamic coaching. Okay. So the title of the training is this, it's called Unlock Your Wildly Successful joyful and unlimited life using the power of shadow work and psychodynamic coaching. All right. So the training goes for about 35 minutes. I think you're going to get masses of value out of this because not only do I set the scene and bust some of the myths around what shadow work is and what it isn't, I also talk about how working with these subconscious energetic forces within our body, our emotions, our shadow, our subconscious mind, our body's wisdom when we can communicate with what's happening beneath the surface in our body and in our mind, what that really allows us to do is move through a process that Carl Jung referred to as individuation. Individuation is about becoming an actualized human being, a human that is whole, a human that can actually access their full potential. Okay. And when we do this, this is when we can start to unlock things like our personal freedom clarity of purpose, feeling confident in our self-expression, greater intimacy, success, abundance, potential, joy, fulfillment, all of the good stuff, okay? Rather than staying locked in those unconscious, sabotaging beliefs, behaviors, patterns, dynamics, all of the stuff that currently tends to rule our life without us even knowing it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would love to hear your feedback. And of course, if you are interested in joining my upcoming Psychodynamic Coaching Academy, please do reach out. The link will be in and around this video, in and around this this episode of the podcast. Please click on that to find out more and, and get yourself signed up. I would love to see you over there. Come on in, come on in. I'm really excited to offer you this training today. It's like, oh my God, how are you all? How are you? Come on in, come on in. I'm really excited to to be sharing this with you today because if you caught the very brief live stream that I did yesterday, I mentioned that I'm going to be running this free training series in this group all about how to unlock your wildly successful, unlimited life using the shower of shadow work, but also psychodynamic coaching as well. So I'm really thrilled to be able to to bring this to you because it's just been, it's been like a journey that's kind of like three years in the making for me personally. And I sort of mentioned this on the live yesterday that it's sort of something that I've felt really called to offer for a while now, three years to be precise. And it's kind of been like cogitating and like kind of stewing in the background. But, you know, there's been some stuff that personally I've also had to experience and go deeper on the last three years. And I really believe in divine timing. I know most of you guys do too, if you're in this group, but if you follow me, 
you know, divine timing is kind of everything with this stuff. So, you know, the thing that I would say right up front is that this has been a bit of a journey for me, you know, to really arrive at this place where I want to teach this stuff, where I feel confident teaching this stuff too, because although I've been running my incredible business masterminds and my one-to-one -one business coaching services too, I've also been running private shadow coaching as well. So I know there are a few people in this group that have worked with me privately on that too. So big hello to you guys, but I'm kind of at that place where it's like, I need to take this to a bigger audience because it's so powerful. It's so transformative. And actually it's, it's deeply nourishing work that really comes back to the truth of who we are and being able to step into that incredible fullest expression of who we are too. So I can see some eyeballs joining. So, hey guys, nice to see you. Huge, huge welcome. I'm just getting started here. I was just checking to make sure technology and all of the things are working. And, and also I'd just say, bear with me today. I've just come back from New York. So I've got a little bit of a, a cold kind of happening too, but I really wanted to kind of soldier on with this training because I'm, I'm excited to bring it to you. And, and like I said, I'm gonna be breaking this down into a couple of parts over the next few weeks, all right? So hello, who have we got joining? Emma, hey, Emma, I can see Emma's popping up on my screen. So nice to see you. Been a long time, it's been a long time. But no, I was gonna say, um, I'm really excited to offer this training series for you guys because, hey Mel, oh my dear Mel. <laughs> Mel's one of my best friends. Oh, it's been too long. All these incredible people jumping on, hi. So yeah, I was just kind of getting started and just sort of sharing before everyone started joining how this kind of call to, to share more about shadow work, but also psychodynamics as well. I'm going to explain what I mean by that. And there's so many different definitions and all that sort of stuff too. And I kind of really want to use today's training to clear up some of the misconceptions out there about what is what the fuck is shadow work like what, what are we talking about here because there's a lot of pop sort of versions of shadow work and stuff too and I really want to kind of dispel some of the myths I want to sort of get really clear on on what it is but not just what it is but how it can be such a powerful force of transformation and I was just saying at the start of this too just to catch you guys up that this has sort of felt like a three-year journey for me. Really, it's been kind of like a lifetime's worth <laughs> of work. But the last three years in particular, I've felt really called cool to, to bring this to a wider audience, but there's been some stuff that I've personally had to go through and experience and dig really deep into um, before I felt really confident sharing this with you guys. Hey, I see I'm here, but the video keeps freezing. So I might have to watch later. Okay. Hopefully it's okay for everybody else. Um, it seems to be okay on my end. I'm just kind of watching on my desktop in the background too, and it will keep going, but I see, let me know if there's any other issues, lovely, but yeah, catch the replay for sure. Um, yeah. And so like, as I was saying, it's kind of felt like the last three years, there's been a lot of stuff happening in my personal life too. Some of which I'll obviously share with you guys today because it's, and I share it from the perspective that it's actually been instrumental in terms of going deeper with this work and some of the lessons that I really want to bring forward. And obviously if you caught the live stream yesterday too, you'll know that I'm launching a brand new arm of my business as well, which is my uh, coaching academy which I'm like freaking so excited about, which 
it's just going to beautifully complement the work that I'm doing around businesses and, and stuff too. And I'm going to share all of that sort of stuff later, but I kind of want to get into the crux of the training today too. I, I said I wanted to kind of keep this to around 30 minutes, but knowing me, it's like I just keep keep talking. If you've listened to my podcast, it's like, oh yeah, it's going to be a 15 minute episode today. 45 minutes later, we're still there. <laughs> but I kind of really want to keep this to, to half an hour, all right? I see. I think the Wi-Fi where I am. All right. Yeah, no worries. Cool. Well, hopefully that sorts out. But it's so nice to see you as well. It's been a long time. It really has. It really has. So all these incredible people. Awesome. So like I said, this is going to be a training series. And what I wanted to use today's session for is to really almost just set the scene a little bit around ooh, what is shadow work? What do we mean by psychodynamics? Like, Why is that important? And I'm going to share a little bit about my personal journey with these tools as well. It's not even really, they're not even tools. It's like this kind of, it's this, it's this way of, of living and being that has just been so profound for me over the last three years. And it's like, I think if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that people are feeling really called into this next level of their purpose and like what is it that we're here to be doing and what is it that we're really here to be sharing because there are no mistakes. You know, whatever you've been doing in your business so far, your life so far, there are no mistakes. But as we all know, it's this process of deepening and it's this constant peeling back of the layers and the evolution that is such a beautiful part of this journey. And I think that going into that sort of almost like that collective wake-up call, <laughs> the collective kind of forced solitude as well, has really opened people's eyes up to what is my greater purpose? You know, what is it that I'm really here to be doing and sharing with the world? And if you're a practitioner or if you're a coach as well, I'm sure you've seen this in your own client communities too, where people's problems right now also are bigger than ever before. Um, you know, people's relationships are under a lot of strain. Um, people are asking big questions about their career and what they really want to be freaking doing with their lives. Um, they're noticing patterns, they're looking for solutions. And so there's no coincidence either that the online coaching and kind of the e-learning industry has just boomed like over the last 10 years, but the last couple of years in particular, obviously as we've all gone online, we've piled in online. But I was reading some crazy stats the other day where it's only going to continue to grow right through to like to 2030 and, and beyond as well. Like we are really seeing this shift in terms of how people want to work, how people want to get support, but also the access to information as well that's available and that's out there. You know, there's there's more stuff out there than ever before. But I think what that's creating is this real desire in people for real transformation, because we can all go out there and consume a million YouTube videos and read all of the stuff that we want on Google. But you and I both know it's like actually people are craving those deeper shifts. And I think if you are a, a new or aspiring coach or a practitioner in any field, really, you know, therapists, counselors, nutritionists, people who really help people create change, I really think that we're going to be at the forefront of leading people through these deeper transformations and this collective transformation that I think is really happening and is really calling to people at the moment. And, you know, as I've been thinking about, well, what's my contribution to this collective change and this evolution, it, I'm feeling really called to bring shadow work to this space, real shadow work, psychology-based shadow work, okay, 
but also starting to bring into it psychodynamics too. And what I mean by that too, just to kind of give you a really brief definition of that, it's about working with the internal energy forces within a person, okay? And sometimes those energetic forces, so whether they're emotional forces or whether they're subconscious forces or whether they're bodily forces and like innate wisdom within our body, sometimes those forces can be in conflict with each other, all right? And that's what creates a lot of resistance. It creates a lot of stuckness, like, ooh, yeah, and I've been there too. Um, but it's like actually working with the the dynamic forces within us, within our psyche as a whole and our body as a whole, but also recognizing our connection to the rest of humanity too and bringing that spirituality aspect into it. So powerful. And so what I really want to do is take these kind of concepts that have been out there in the psychological communities for years and years and years and studied and, you know, and Freud was at the forefront of this and Jung and all of these guys, but it's like, how do we actually land this and bring this into 2022 and beyond? Because they were, in particular, Jung, who, who I've been studying a lot and kind of doing a lot of work with his, with his frameworks and with his, his theories and things. But it's like, how do we really start to land this for the modern times? Because he was so ahead of his flipping time, you know, back then. And I think it's only now, only now that we can really see it's like, oh, shit, like, how can we really integrate this stuff? Like, what is the shadow? What's the subconscious really? And how do we actually start to re reconnect these parts of ourselves that have been kind of so disparate since we were children? And so I think it's about this kind of call back to wholeness when we kind of strip it all back, when we look at working with the forces, working with the shadow, which I'll talk about a bit more in a sec. It's about bringing it all back together into this wholeness and Jung spoke about this as, as individuation individuation and like integration and I'm sure you guys have heard of these terms too but it's like I feel like we've really lacked a framework and a voice and a methodology almost around well, how do we actually make that a reality for people how can we actually bring that to people as practitioners rather than just sort of talk about it and and all that okay so this is sort of what I've been beavering away on <laughs> in the background to create this this sort of methodology and this framework around you know the coaching space and how can we start to bring this to our people in a way that is more like you know doable and achievable and doesn't just seem like this crazy spiritual far-off concept or this nebulous psychological theory it's like actually bringing the coaching aspect into this and helping people along and guiding them through this stuff in a really practical way, I think is just been sorely missing. Um, and that's kind of what I've been beavering away on. Yeah, that's my thoughts too. Yeah, right, Emma? I know. So it's just like, I think there is this real return to wholeness that's happening right now and people are feeling it, okay? People are feeling it. And so that's kind of like my intro to this, but what I wanted to kind of dive into next was, and I think it's just worth spending like a couple of minutes on this is just to talk about what the fuck is a shadow? Like what? Because <laughs> people, you know, it's really easy. And I had this kind of view of shadow work too. It's like, I always used to think, and I'd be curious to know kind of like what your experience is with shadow work too, or, or what you believe it is. Because I remember my definition of it was, oh, it's about working with all of the bad stuff about me. <laughs> you know, the bad stuff, like the, the negative thinking or the limiting beliefs or my bad habits or bad patterns or, or whatever. 
and it's like it's actually not that at all and I remember when I started to kind of dig into this a little bit more I kind of went into it thinking oh is this like the witchy side like is this kind of like where my evil twin resides like is that the shadow like is that, <laughs> is that what we're talking about here and that was kind of like fascinating too right and it kind of led me down the rabbit hole but as I started to look at you know dark feminine and you know all of that sort of stuff too but actually what opened up for me was this whole thing around actually the shadow is just where we have stored those parts of us that we forgot about, that weren't valued, that weren't rewarded, that weren't loved along the way in our life through childhood right through actually into our 30s as well. So there are parts of us that we have that we've kind of like cut off and that we've almost, well, not almost, it's like we've completely forgotten about. And so what happens is, you know, just to talk about the process a little bit more. So what happens is, if you think back to maybe when you're a kid, all right? And I gave this example on Instagram the other day, because it's actually one of my personal examples too, where um, I was quite a showy kid. <laughs> if you can believe it, it's like, I was like super kind of like, ta-da, kind of like I love putting on a little bit of a show and I was a little bit of an actor kid, you know, like loved entertaining and doing voices and like all of this crazy shit, right? It's just part of who I am. And we all have this stuff, right? We have these beautiful God-given characteristics and traits and they come out so beautifully in us as children and as well-meaning as our parents can be <laughs> or caregivers um, we learn eventually what's acceptable and what's not acceptable what's adaptive what's not adaptive when it comes to our basically our survival but also our kind of you know what brings us love and attention and and all of that because we're social creatures we want to do things that please our parents and our caregivers and and, and people around us because we're little right we need them and so I remember I was told <laughs> don't be a show-off don't be a show-off no one will like you if you're a show-off no one will want to be your friend stop showing off and it's in these little kind of micro moments throughout our childhood okay and as I said this can go into our 30s too which I'll come back to in a sec but it's in these little micro moments that we're told actually that's not okay that part of you and so what we do is we create this split in our psyche okay it's called the ego shadow split where basically we put that trait the show off for example we actually put that into our shadow and we forget about it literally forget about it and what ends up happening is we then build up this ego persona and this mask that says to the world that we're actually modest. We're modest, results speak for themselves. I don't need to be a show off because the work you know, speaks for itself. Da, 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 da. And we actively build an identity around the opposite traits, okay? This is what the kind of the ego shadow split is, right? So we start to put these traits and these behaviors that weren't valued, weren't rewarded, weren't loved on, into our shadow and it's kind of like the shadow isn't a place in your brain or anything it's like it's actually an archetype which I'll talk about a bit later but it's almost like if you can visualize this black blanket all right and this is where we've put things like the show off it's like where we've put things like our anger that may not have been rewarded because that was another one for me as well where it's like you're not allowed to be angry <laughs> anger is not okay all right so put that under there as well building up a persona around the people pleaser and I want to make sure everyone's okay and everyone's happy and I'm really modest and so you can see that we start to build up this whole flipping identity that is actually heavily based in conditioning all right 
And so we build up our identity and we build up, this is who I am, okay? And we start to take on the roles and the labels and we start to realize, you know, okay, well, this is gonna kind of get me approval. This is gonna get me ahead. And actually our whole personality, our whole identity is mostly constructed. Excuse me, I'm still battling a little bit of a cold, but it's largely constructed. And what's happened is we have these parts of us good stuff, bad stuff. I kind of want to move away from that language. It's more like adaptive, maladaptive sort of stuff, but we've got stuff <laughs> that we've put under this blanket of the shadow that we've completely forgotten about. That's actually an integral part of who we are and we've dismembered it, okay? And so when people talk about the shadow is your bad traits and your, you know, oh, I've got an anger problem. Oh, I know I can be a bit fiery. Oh, I know I can be a bit of a judgmental bitch, da-da-da-da-da-da, <laughs> right? That's part of my shadowy self, isn't it, Amanda? No, it's not, because you know about that stuff. By very definition, what's in your shadow is unseen, unknown, and unconscious. But the thing is, until we actually bring what's under that blanket, what's in the shadow, into the light, until we actually reclaim it, until we can communicate with it and see it clearly, it'll continue to rule our life subconsciously, okay? I'll talk a bit about how it does that in a sec, but let me just check in on the comments. Chills, the hidden parts that need to be nourished and brought back into our wholeness. Yes, Emma, 100%, yeah. Because it's in these, like, these hidden parts too. So many of our greatest gifts are there as well that we've forgotten about. Like, for example, and I guess just to go into this a little bit now, even using the example of the show-off, all right? Most people would think a show-off is, is a bad thing, you know? As if you don't want to be a show-off. And that's why I was told, don't be a show-off, okay? <laughs> no one will like you. But actually, what's the gift of the show-off? What's the gift if you could reclaim that part, even just a little bit, and integrate it back? <laughs> Icy's a hoarder at the best of times, right? <laughs> I know, let's lift up old Icy's blanket, see what's underneath. Holy shit. But, but it's true, right? Because we've got all of this stuff. And if we can just find the gifts in that, even if it seems like that society would say, oh, that's a bad thing. Anger's a bad thing. Being a show-off is a bad thing. Is it really? Is it really? Because what happens if you could just reconnect with the show off just a little bit and bring some of that confidence and some of that charisma to your business, to your love life, to your relationships? What if you could reclaim that part, bring it out from under the freaking dingy black blanket into the light and say, I really want this to be like, come back, stitching it back in to our soul, into our heart. Oh, and I feel emotional because it's like, we have this stuff within us that we've completely forgotten about. And it's really the kind of the, the secret to becoming, to become back into that wholeness, you know, to come back into that wholeness, that integration that Jung spoke about. Anger is another really good one. It's a really common one too, because anger's not okay. Can't be angry. All right. So, so many of us, I know in this community in particular, because we're, helpers and we're people people we have a lot of people pleasers here <laughs> okay so it's like the anger goes into the shadow and what's developed this ego mask is the people pleaser the one that wants to kind of smooth over the cracks make sure everyone else is okay all right 
Um, put our needs last, all right? Don't get angry. Think about, you know, maybe you've engaged with someone that's really angry before, okay? And you're there and it's like, okay, and you're trying to sort of calm them down or, or whatever. And it's like, actually what's happening is that they are a reflection in that moment of what's in our shadow. And this is where people talk about everyone's a mirror and everyone is a reflection um, of, 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 you, of aspects of you, essentially, because it's like they're going to be reflecting back the stuff that's in your shadow. And funnily enough, it's like life and circumstances will, I believe, conspire <laughs> to kind of like put these people in your path that reflect these hidden parts of you in that kind of attempt to bring you back into wholeness so you can see these mirrors and these reflections through others so we have the chance to actually do the work and, and reclaim those parts of us as well so it's like if you think about it we end up creating this kind of this split in our psyche between obviously the conscious the ego mind and the masks that we wear but then also we have this this shadow lands kind of in the background that has all this stuff that we've forgotten about all right and so that's kind of like the basics of, of how, you know, the shadow is formed and what's the sort of stuff that's in the shadow as well. And, you know, what I've noticed is sort of going back a little bit to, to my story just quickly on the last three years in particular, I really think that there is this time in our life, okay, and with, for a lot of us, I know a lot of us are on the spiritual path here too, but a lot of us this is like seeded into our life, you know, even in our, in our 20s, early 30s and stuff too. You know, I, like many of you, I've been on this spiritual path for like 12 years or so now. Um, but I really do think you get to a point, and Jung spoke about this funnily enough in his work too, where it's like you get to the age of about 35 to 40 and you start to ask the really big questions about your life. <laughs> like, what makes me happy? Am I happy? What is my true purpose? Who am I really? What am I really here to bring? Even when you think you've had all that stuff figured out and packaged up and you've done your therapy and you've done your CBT and your life coaching and all this sort of stuff, right? You've got it all tied up in a bow, you'd know it. But usually what happens is there's this deepening that starts to occur. And I'd be curious to know anyone sort of around this age too, if you've, if you've felt this, because some people call it a midlife crisis, <laughs> right? Midlife, I am in a midlife crisis. Go buy yourself a sports car, you know, get a divorce, dye your hair, pink, like whatever, you know, but actually I believe it's this call back to wholeness and this call to shadow work. I really believe that. And quite often this can coincide with a dark night of the soul or like this sort of zero point energy as well. I know many of us have had multiple dark nights of the soul, me included, uh, without doubt. Emma, you're 35 to 40, yeah, 42 next week and all this. Yeah, perfect. It's it's crazy, isn't it? Because I really think it's like, it's that point. It's this midpoint of life. And I know, you know, we're living longer. It's not really midlife anymore, but it's kind of, it's like this age where it's like, how do we really want to be living this second half of our life? You know, are we really happy? And really our sole job up until the age of 35 is to build that really strong ego, that really strong identity and sense of who we are in the world, our personality. Um, and we'll defend that as well. It's like, this is who I am. I know who I am. <laughs> Don't tell me who I am. I know who I am. I've got this role and this label that defines me and this job and this is my personality and I am an INFP and da 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 da, da. It's all constructed, right? And I think there's part of us that innately and intuitively knows that when we get to about 40, typically, and I see this a lot 
um, obviously in my client groups and, and friendship circles and things too, being I'm 41, but it's like there is this call back to what's going on? <laughs> am, I, am I really happy? Okay. And like I said, a lot of people respond unconsciously to that and they'll go buy the sports car or have an affair and do whatever midlife crisis people do. Okay. And I've done a little bit of that too. And you know, it's like, that's life. But also I think you can choose the conscious path, which is around shadow work and working with and understanding this deeper call into the truth of who we are and coming back to the fullest expression of ourselves and uncovering our real purpose and real passion and real meaning. And, you know, three years ago, I was brought right back into that zero point energy. And I spoke about this, I think it was on Instagram, where it's like this experience of zero point in the quantum energetic field is like where illusions smash and shatter and you question your very reality. And like I said, I know many of us have, have done this through dark nights of the soul and, and whatnot too. I would say zero point is like dark night of the soul on steroids. <laughs> Because it's like, it's not just, holy shit, you know, everything's falling apart. It's like everything you think you knew about yourself just smashes at your feet. Okay. <laughs> it does. And I went there because, you know, my marriage broke down. I, I've been really open, you know, sharing about that on the podcast and in this group and on my posts too. And it happened in a very, very, very traumatic way. And I'll share a little bit of that here too, because it's not, you know, I, I can talk about this now from a place of, of feeling healed. Um, but essentially two weeks after we got back from honeymoon, my husband and I, I found out that he had been cheating on me for our entire relationship. Okay. Our seven year relationship. And, and I say that not to sort of get sympathy or make it about him or me or for that matter or anything, but to sort of say there are these moments in our life where we think, holy shit, like what just happened? <laughs> what just happened? And we dissociate and we kind of, we hit that rock bottom of rock bottoms where it's not, it's beyond depression. It's that point of everything I thought I knew is gone and, and shattered and the illusions around who I thought, what I thought I knew and who I thought I am just kind of disappear. And so you're stripped right back. And obviously you know, it was a really difficult time too. Um, you know, three years ago, I did contemplate suicide as well, which I've spoken about. Um, and that wasn't so much about, you know, the what happened with, with him or, or that story, but it was, it was that experience of zero point where you get really taken back to that point of this sort of no man's land between and this veil between sort of life and death. And I, I think so many of us, I know, in this community have experienced something similar or have had these types of core shaking experiences in their life. And, you know, like I was saying before, we kind of, we feel this call innately between 35, 40, 45, and quite often it coincides with major life events too. Okay. So, you know, he and I are divorced now and all that sort of stuff. And, and I'm the happiest and strongest I've ever been, but it's like, this is also why, I've had to go through and learn some of this stuff and put it into practice myself, bring it to private clients as well, a little bit behind the scenes before really bringing this into, into the world in a bigger way. And it's, this really is part of my new mission because I just think that the more people we have understanding and reclaiming these forgotten parts of themselves, people that can really stand in those earth shaking sort of moments and lift up the blanket and look at, okay, well, this is the time. 
you know, this is the time for me to start reclaiming and rebuilding. I think the more people are going to feel fulfillment and joy and success in their lives as well. Okay. So we kind of, we come to this point, we can have the midlife crisis unconsciously, <laughs> or we can do the work consciously. Okay. And say, right. All right. So let's do it. You know, let's do it. Let's, let's look at this integration and let's look at this shadow work. Let's look under the blanket. Let's see what's there. And one of the things I would say too, just to sort of as a little watch out, it's very easy, I think, when we're at this point. And I know many of us have been on this spiritual journey for, for years now too, and we can kind of look outside of ourselves as well. And we look at, we do, you know, the retreats and we want to go see the gurus. And I was sharing on Instagram yesterday, I was, I was working it out. I've been to 37 countries in like 15-ish years. And all of the major religious sites, all of the pilgrimages, because we're looking for these answers outside of us. And it's like we want this kind of contact with divinity. And we do the courses, we do the astrology charts, we get our human design report and our gene keys, and we work with the coaches and get all the tools and the codes and all this. And that's awesome. And I, there is space for all of this. There really is. But, you know, when I was brought back to zero point, None of that stuff worked the same way it used to five, 10 years ago. None of that stuff was enough for me. And that's how I knew it was a call to integration and it was a call back inwards. And I know we all know this intellectually where it's like, oh, of course the answers are within, but our behavior, and obviously I'm guilty of this too, but our behavior still says that we're looking outside of ourselves for this. <laughs> Um, we jump around and we come at it from this place of, of fixing usually. It's like, well, you know, I want to kind of work with this healer or with this person blah, 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 because it's like I need fixing. There's something broken about me. And the premise that I really want to come through with this, come from with this new methodology is there is nothing broken about any of us. We can be in zero point or we can be up here or whatever. There is nothing broken. Actually, we are all perfect and whole exactly as we are. And this is why a lot of other coaching modalities as well, again, you know, this isn't to sort of to sling mud or anything like that, but it's just to sort of note the contrast. But I know a lot of other co coaching modalities sort of work towards that kind of get rid of the bad stuff, you know, jump up and down and say your affirmations and feel good and get high vibe, right? And that's beautiful and there's a place for that. And I also think that it's like, it's not going deep enough. <laughs> There's, there's only so much change that you can create in the moment from working with the conscious mind alone. All right. There's only so much that we can do, only so much transformation we can make. And what we really are feeling called to is, is to look at the shadow, is to look at this wholeness, to look at the intuitive wisdom within and to start remembering the truth of who we are. That high vibe stuff is just bypassing. Yes, I agree. I agree. It can be for sure. Um, I think particularly if you're coming at it from that place of I want to get rid of the bad stuff and high vibe only, it's like, well, actually, how about all vibes only? And that's okay too, okay? Because actually you're here to have a human experience as well, all right? You're here to experience it all. And something I've been speaking about with my business coaching clients is this kind of idea of spectrum and range where it's like we can embody all of it because we are all of it. You know, and so a lot of coaching modalities move away from the negative, 
or the bad stuff or the, the negative emotions. But what I'm saying is we need to move towards it. And I think that there is real power towards moving towards it, obviously in a very healthy, you know, constructive way, because it's only when we move towards it, when we approach the emotions in that way to, again, a dynamic force within us, when we approach it, we can really understand the wisdom and what it's trying to tell us. Because when we actually approach our emotions that way too, or, or whatever it is that we're feeling, it starts to transform. And this is what Jung spoke about as well, where it's like actually witnessing this in real time and experiencing, having a direct experience of this stuff, our shadow, our emotional wisdom, how our emotions keep the shadow locked into place too. I'm going to talk more about that on the next video. But it's like the more we can actually have a direct experience of that rather than just intellectualize it, that's where the true integration starts to happen as well. All right. So that's a lot of what I really want to build into um, the academy as well as like direct experience of this stuff. Um, not just knowing it on paper, not just knowing that it's all, oh, you know, you've got to feel good about yourself and it's all about self-belief and oh, hurrah. Actually, it's like it's, it's not about believing in yourself. It's about knowing yourself knowing all aspects of yourself and knowing that all of you is welcome to the table because that's what it means to be whole, right? I know you guys get this. It's kind of like, and I, I use this analogy once to describe the shadow where it's like, if you think about you're hosting a dinner party, right? And you've got 10 guests sat around your table and you only spend the party talking to five of those guests and you ignore the others, all right? And you're ignoring those shadow guests, right? Guess what? they're going to start kicking up a bit of a fuss eventually, having a food fight and freaking tipping over chairs and stuff. It's like they're not being paid attention to. <laughs> they're not being welcome. And this is what often happens. It's like circumstances will conspire and those people will come into our lives, like we spoke, like I spoke about before, that show us these kind of these five random dinner guests that we're ignoring. And it's like the call is to integrate them. And because when we do and... I think this is kind of where I wrap up this training because um, when we start to integrate, the power of integration is it's about returning to this sense of wholeness, okay, within us and it's about knowing ourselves, not just believing in ourselves, not just saying, oh, you know, I love myself and I'm going to go have a bubble bath and eat some chocolate. Great, eat the freaking chocolate, have your wine in the bath, of course, but to really know yourself, all parts of you, the good, the, the good, the bad, the ugly, the divine. I mean, that's where real power and purpose comes from. And that's when you can go and consult things like your astrology charts and your human design and go work with your, your coaches and do your courses and stuff. And that stuff will then start to lock into place because guess what? Until you do the shadow work, until you really start to integrate, you're still going to be operating from that subconscious shadowy sort of self to sabotage and to say why you can't do things. And, oh, you know, I'm going to sit down and read my astrology report and, oh, wow, I'm going to feel really good about the gifts that I have. And, oh, yay, am I special? But it's like, how are you actually going to land and activate those gifts while you're still operating from your shadow? So this is why for me, it's like we need to do this stuff first. And it's not about being perfect and like this clear, beautiful, divine like channel no but it's about knowing that it's like all right we got some stuff to to reclaim and to remember first and to kind of to integrate first and then let's look at our gifts and let's look at okay I can I feel like I can really own that now because sometimes it's like I remember doing I think it was my human design report 
looking at one of the the kind of the gift keys that I had and I thought oh that feels really good yeah like I oh yeah like yeah cool like I'm supposed to be a leader and like all this and it's like amazing but my saboteur was running the show I would limit myself I would talk myself out of things I would try and people please my way out of things as shadow traits would come in you know, this ex explosive anger that I had hidden as well would come in and be like, well, fuck this, this is bullshit anyway. <laughs> it's like, so it would just be driving the show subconsciously. So I couldn't quite claim or activate those gifts until I did this work first, at least started to do this work. And it just makes things so much clearer. Okay. So I feel like that's kind of all I wanted to say on this first training. I'm already like conscious. It's like, 20 to 1, okay? I meant to go for like half an hour. But there's going to be a couple more of these trainings. The next one's probably going to be in about a week or so. I'll post the details in here. But I wanted to just kind of give this as an introduction to what is shadow work? What do we really mean by that? How is the shadow formed? What's in the shadow? Why bother looking at the shadow? What are the benefits of it? Okay, and to obviously share a little bit about my new coaching academy too. And I'll put those details in the comments below too. If you want to jump on the wait list, the wait list is officially open and you can just check out that link, okay, if, it, if it's calling to you. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this next phase. And I thank all of you for being on here too. I see an Emma and Mel. I'm not sure. I think there's a couple of others as well, but I can't quite see you. It's not coming up in the comments. But so I'm going to leave it there. Next training, I'm going to look a little bit more about how to work with the shadow and how to start reclaiming some of the gifts, but not just doing it for ourselves, but also if we want to go there and go deeper with our clients into shadow work too, all right? Um, I want to share some sort of practical tools with you and give you some really practical examples of how this stuff plays out. But I wanted to just sort of set the scene a little bit today because I know there's so much, um, as I said, misinformation and stuff out there about shadow work. And it's not your witchy self can be, but it's actually, there's so much beauty and so much, um, so many gifts in there as well that we can reclaim in this return to wholeness. All right. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to put the link to um, the Coaching Academy waitlist below. Hey, Mel. Thanks, lovely. Um, check that out if you're so inclined and I'll post details in here as well about the next one of these trainings. All right. So, so nice to see you all. Thank you for spending this time with me. I really appreciate it and big love to all of you and I'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Big Talk podcast today. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do leave us a review and share it with your friends. For further information about our programs and free content, head on over to lightpurposeliving.com. See you soon.